It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome into another great edition of Strong Style. I'm Jeremy the Impact York from Impact Media, where we come on. Uh, I know it's been a little while, but we usually come on, trying to do it weekly again, and tell you about the world of professional wrestling, what we think about things, what uh, you guys may think about things, where we think they could be going. Now, like I said, it has been a while since we have been on, so I want to kind of get back into things. We're going to kind of go... Show by show, I'm going to kind of uh, tell you some things I like that's going on or where I think they're going, and uh, some other things maybe I don't like, and then we'll just move on. We're going to start. I'll let you go through the week. Uh, as we record this, it is Wednesday afternoon, Wednesday evening. It is raining buckets where we are at. Um, they are doing some uh, some uh, renovations and things throughout the uh, building we're in as well. So you're going to hear some you're going to hear some things back and forth, but uh, no worries. We are. Uh, I'm uh, going to get this knocked out. Uh, I want to start with the WWE. And, uh, perhaps my food a lot more. Uh, but I want to start with the WWE and, uh, and, uh, kind of raw and SmackDown. Like I said, we are, we're doing this Wednesday afternoon, evening. So, uh, I have not seen last night's Impact Wrestling. And I have not seen AEW and NXT from tonight because they have not happened yet. They should be happening here shortly. But uh, I want to start with the Money in the Bank um, recap. Uh, the pre-show, Jeff Hardy beat Cesaro. Um, I hate to see Cesaro have to put lesser talent over. I've never understood why Jeff Hardy gets so many chances. Because... He gets chances, and then he goes away for a while because he gets hurt or he gets back on drugs. And they just continually – just, I'm not a Jeff Hardy person. Matt, Matt Hardy? I like Matt Hardy. What he's doing in AEW is fantastic. But I, I just – I don't like when people just have to bow down to Jeff Hardy. Cesaro has all kinds of good things going for him. Uh, we've gotten to see his personality through WWE backstage and other things. And uh, I, I think it's it's one of the biggest tragedies of the entire card is, is that he had to uh, bow down to Jeff Hardy. But I'm not going to – Dwell on that too much. Uh, also, at the money, let's see, at the money in the bank. Um, let's see. I like that they gave Tamina the chance to uh, go for the belt. Pretty sure she wasn't going to beat Bailey, which she didn't. But 
Um, you know, Tamina's a solid wrestler, and uh, usually somebody uh, kind of throw away the way they book her. I'm glad she got an opportunity to do that. Um, having Braun Strowman beat Bray Wyatt, okay, because now if you had them face again, it could be uh, the Fiend and and kind of do this Finn Balor thing where it's either Finn Balor or it's the, de- or it's the demon. You know, you can go back and forth. You can get darker with it. You can get crazier with it. Uh, I didn't have a problem with Braun continuing to win there because uh, instead of this being Roman Reigns' new title, it's Braun Strowman's first. So congratulations, big boy. Um, Drew McIntyre versus Seth. Seth's not going to go away for a while. They can they can push this and do some some interesting things. They're also pushing Andrade. Um, and the thing that I would I would mention is thanks to a couple days ago's Raw where Andrade dropped his U.S. title to Apollo Crews, which I was very excited for. Uh, local product, he wrestled a lot around the Atlanta area, plus just super good guy. Glad he, he was given a chance to do that. But whenever you drop a title, a, uh, I'm not going to say lesser, but a smaller title, it sometimes sets you up for a bigger run. I don't think Andrade is going to be world champ right now, but um, having a three-way dance between Drew McIntyre Seth Rollins and Andrade, it's it definitely not going to suck. Um, Oshka ended up winning the Money in the Bank for the women. And let's go ahead and get right into that topic. Um, I really thought Shayna Baszler would have been the one there, but I think Shayna's better chasing this, chasing a title, as opposed to just being at the top. Because... When we found out the added stipulation to the to the winner of the women's Money in the Bank match, all of a sudden things made a lot more sense to me. And that was the following night on Raw where Becky Lynch come out and basically um, awarded the WWE women's title to Ashka and said basically that uh, she's now expecting that she's going to go be a mother and that since she won the Money in the Bank, that Ashka is now the world champ. Oscar's a great champ for people to chase, so I did not have a problem there. Um, as far as Shayna Baszler, she's on SmackDown, so she would be chasing Bailey at the moment. Uh, whoever beats Bailey, Shayna will chase them. I don't. You would have to swap Bailey back to face to do that. Good, good guy, good girl, whatever. So, and, and uh, I'll be honest, I like Bad Bailey. I like Bad Bailey. I, I, Got real tired of good Bailey, so bad Bailey. I, I'm a fan of. Uh, back to, uh, and congratulations to Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch on their upcoming child. For people who didn't know, they're a couple. And yes, it's his. They uh, have been together for a while. And uh, I'm, I'm glad that uh, we, needed, we needed time away from Becky, and Becky needed a breather, I believe. She's been running on top for so long. It's how you get run down. This is, instead of a big injury, this is a, a happy moment. So this should be good moving forward. Uh, the thing that kind of, not really baffles, but it's interesting that Otis actually wins the men's money in the bank. Otis. Now, since he's kind of been on a singles run, I don't know if they're going to get rid of Tucker or if Tucker is just uh, not been showing up because of the virus or if he's an injury or Whatever it is, it's kind of interesting that uh, the whole Dolph, Mandy Rose, Otis, um, 
what is, I just forgot her name. Sonya Deville. Yeah, that whole storyline has, has been interesting. It's been kind of full out. But um, I just, I don't know if, if Otis is, is, if they're going to push him, uh, if it's just going to be a novelty act, or if they're going to give him a big singles run to, I mean, is, is he go for Braun Strowman? Um, see. Hey, Jeremy, does he need internet and Wi-Fi boxes down here? I mean, just, it seems like he has... It just seems like he has not as much going for him so that he's just, I don't know. I just, I haven't seen enough of Otis to consider him a big contender. I just, I felt like they wasted an opportunity for um, a lot of really interesting things they could have done that they did not do. And uh, I mean, I'm glad it wasn't Ray. I'm glad it wasn't Alex to Black. Um, yeah, it didn't make sense for King Corp and any of those guys. But okay, let's. Uh, you, you have my attention at least. WWE. Let's see what you guys can come up with. I mean, you got a calendar year to decide when he's going to do this, and it could be some random time. It could. It could be all kinds of different things. So, you know, we will. Uh, we'll, we'll see where they go with that. But uh, that, that was the Money in the Bank uh, review there. I told you guys a little bit about Raw. Uh, it seems like the Iconics are back. I like them as a, a female team. They're going against Bliss Cross. Uh, obviously, we're big Bliss Cross fans here. I, I like these kind of going back and forth to each other. It sets up some single matches, some, some uh, uh, tag team matches, of course. And, uh, you know, I, it, it, it wouldn't hurt my feelings if the Iconics got a, a tag team title run. You know, they're they're good. And they're they're a team worth chasing. And uh, you could pass the titles back to Bliss Cross. You could uh, put put another team. Because now that Oscar's champ, you've you split up the Kabuki Warriors. Um, kind of looking a little thin on the women's side. Maybe, maybe you put Natalia with somebody. That, that would be cool. Natalia and Dana Brooke, who you are suddenly pushing as well. I think it's cool that you're pushing different people for once. Dana seems pretty deserving. Uh, the fans kind of get behind her, actually. When you, you see her following and you, you see when she does good things in matches and, and on TV, when you happen to hear, uh, like I said, things she's, uh, things she's done. So, uh, you know. Maybe look at that team. I, I think that would be a pretty good team, actually. Um, I thought it kind of weird moving. I thought it kind of weird moving Austin Theory from the Andrade camp to the Seth Rollins camp. He does fit better because him and Buddy Murphy can kind of be the two henchmen. You don't need the authors of pain. So... Uh, so much, and plus, just the virus hit. They're they're not haven't really been around much. Plus, like I said, they don't they don't need that group. They're they're almost they don't fit. Um, as far as SmackDown, I like New Day are, are still the uh, still the champions. The Forgotten Sons are a formidable team that I wouldn't mind see get a run as well. I'm a big fan 
uh, Jackson Riker. I knew him on the indie scene as Gunner, and uh, he was also in TNA at the time, which is now Impact Wrestling. Uh, super good guy, super great wrestler. I think he is a great mentor for uh, Steve Cutler and Wesley Blake. I, I really like they're they're a throwback team for sure. They are a lot like the Revival, but not as classic. They're more like I mean they to a point. Now really off the top of my head, they kind of remind me of the Minnesota Record Crew a little bit. They will run over you, but they can out wrestle you. Um, some other things, uh, keeping Lacey Evans in the mix, I think it's a good thing. Maybe Lacey is the one who takes the belt off of Bailey at some point. Um, and then Shayna can take it off of her. I mean, or Shayna and Lacey, I think, would be a, a, a fan. Although Bailey, Shayna would be really good. Any mix of those three right there. Um, I think we're, we're starting to see that Sasha Banks is uh, background at the moment. Um, she may not like that. I think it's a good spot right now. And then also uh, King Corbin, I think, is about to go on a little bit of a run, and I think it is going to be uh, some, uh, some pretty cool stuff. Uh, that's pretty much the WWE stuff. Let's go to the Impact Wrestling things. Um It just uh, crazy Steve is back. I like crazy Steve. Um, they they've kind of got him in a, a little bit of a thing versus OVE, which is uh, David Jake Christ and Fulton, of course. Um, I like them as a trio. I don't think they need Sammy Callahan, and Sammy's kind of moving on anyway. Uh, seems like right now they're just doing as many multi people matches as they can, like to reward the people that they that they can get there, and uh, that way it doesn't mess too many storylines up. The fact that Moose is walking around with the, cha- the championship belt and they're kind of halfway accepting it. Moose is so such wasted talent. He, he could be so much better than he is, but he just gets comfortable and just stays right where he's at, and that's that's what I don't like. Uh, I think he could he could be so much more. Um, if he's going to be champ during this time, whatever. It's probably the only way he was going to be champ anyway. It was to assume it. So, you know, good for you. Um, anytime you get a chance to see Willie Mack or Michael Elgin wrestle, you should. I don't like that Michael Elgin is, is being pushed aside when he, he was, uh, the, one of the number one contenders. Um, it, it really hurt that he was the only one that could show up. Um, Eddie Edwards just decided to stay at home with his family. No problems there. Uh, the champ Tessa Blanchard decided to stay home as well. Kind of broke up that triple threat. Uh, I think Elgin should should uh, still be the number one contender going forward. But um, some things that I like that they're doing right now, I mean, their women's division is, is really picking up. Uh, having Kylie Ray, I really like what she's done in the ring. Um, they've had Kimberly do some stuff. Uh, I thought that did some pretty good things. Um... So their, their women's vision, I think it's doing good. And Josh Matthews and um, continues to, to be solid on the microphone, having his wife right there to do the uh, the, the counter to 
be the, the the heel, so to say, on the on the booth. I think works well. And um, at the end of the day, it's uh, they're they're doing good stuff. Like I said, I haven't seen this week's episode. I like the Deaners a lot. I think they're a really cool tag team. Wouldn't mind seeing them challenge the North on a serious run here soon. The North seems to only like to uh, find two random people in a in somebody's gym. But um, that is what it is. But uh, we'll see what Impact Wrestling can do. As far as NXT, seventeen tonight, um, they're starting to finally push Carry and Cross, who comes out with uh, his girlfriend Scarlett. You would know him as Killer Cross, but of course you can't call him Killer Cross for a lot of reasons. Uh, but he's carrying Cross. He is a very, very good wrestler. I uh, can't wait till he stops doing squash matches. But uh, that uh, that uh, is what it is. But um, you know, like I said, they they've had him. Um, looks like NXT is, is, uh, on one of the televisions here. Can't wait to watch that. Um, the Cruiserweight Tour that they've been doing, it's, uh, looks like we're going to get, was it, I think Phantasma on one, no, we're going to get, uh, yeah, I think we're going to get Phantasma on one side, or was it Tozawa? What's one or the other? But, um. He's going to face the winner of the match they're opening with, which is uh, Drake Maverick. Um, where, where is that guy's name? He is... Jake, Jake Atlas. It is Jake Atlas, it is Drake Maverick, and it is... And it is, um, God, got his name now. I'm not doing well. Um, Sheeta, there we go. And the winner of that is, is, uh, obviously going to take on, uh, be, be the other half of the, The other half of the uh, Intercontinental title uh, opportunity, I think it should be uh, should be really, really good and really fun. Uh, yeah, I think it should be Kushida, even though you know Drake Maverick's doing pretty good. Jake Atlas is not ready. Uh, Kushida has always just been that good, and uh, I look forward to seeing the things they're going to get him into because I think there are going to be some really, really good things. Um, other things I like, Tegan Knox is, is still doing some, some big time things. Rhea Ripley has, has apparently, uh, came back now from her injury. Uh, she took on Io Shirai, another big one down there. Having Charlotte as a champ, we will, we'll see what they want to do with that because if she just rifles through the whole division, then it just, it just widens the gap and shows everybody that, um, that division's not ready. And that's totally wrong. The NXT women's division Every one of them can can hang with with the Raw and SmackDown girls. Every one of them, some a little more than others, didn't matter. Uh, let's see, AEW. 
well, let's just do their their recap of, of uh, double or nothing. Second annual double or nothing. Uh, Dustin Rhodes with a big win over Sean Spears. I really like Sean Spears. I've been a Dustin fan my whole life, but I really like Sean Spears. Uh, he's just a good, solid guy. You can push him, or he can sit back and, and be a mechanic. He's a great mechanic. Um, let's see. Also, John Moxley beating Brody Lee to retain his heavyweight championship is very much the right move. You can have Brody Lee pop up at all times because of him leading the Dark Order. So he could pop up again, or he could be somewhere down the road. I have no problems there. If he wants to start picking on other people, that works too. Uh, Brody Lee, Cody would be interesting because Cody is the, he beat Lance Archer for the TNT championship. He is the inaugural champion. Congratulations to Cody there. Um, as far as Moxley and Cody, I think it clears the deck if you want for them to be able to go against whoever they want. You could still have Lance Archer come back at Cody. Um, I just, the thing Cody winning is you did all this to build up Archer from getting there and all this big buildup and then you didn't have him win. So it kind of killed some of the momentum. He's going to have to, he's going to have to build himself back up a little bit. But uh, he's still going to be a big contender. He could be world champ because uh, Lance Archer is one of the best signings they've had in, in the past handful of months for sure. Um, new women's champion as Hikaru Shida, who I'm a big fan of, beat Nyla Rose in a no DQ match or something. I know there was some big whelps on uh, Shida. And, uh, but uh, her to beat Nyla Rose, Nyla Rose being the second ever champion, Hikaru now the third. They're going to have many battles down the road, but uh, Sheeta is going to represent the title well, just like Nyla Rose did, and uh, congratulations to her. MJF beat Jungle Boy in uh, a decently entertaining match. MJF is is an up-and-coming guy. Um, He doesn't need his henchmen, but his henchmen does add effect, so uh, I like what they could do. You could actually put them as a tag team as well to pop them in that division, but um, uh, Jungle Boy... Very, very underrated, and not because he's small. Uh, the guy can work, and he can. he's like Rey Mysterio. He sells the small gimmick very, very well. Heart of a lion, sizable mouse. And uh, it's very cool. The uh, casino tip thing, the thing they had coming into this, um, Britt Baker has a knee injury. More than likely, it's an ACL when uh, Nyla Rose uh, fell on her during a match last week. I don't know how long she could be out. It's unfortunate, too, because Britt's a, a big-time pillar in this division. Um, she was replaced by Penelope Ford, who took on Chris Statlander. Chris Statlander, of course, with the victory there. But, they, you know, Penelope looks solid. She's getting there. Uh, solid uh, uh, British wrestler. And uh, Chris Statlander, I think, should uh, be in line in the next – shot or so for a, a, a title shot. I think uh, she deserves a shot at it. It's up to you if you want to move it that quickly. I think she should be uh, up there. There was the casino chip ladder match where uh, Ray Phoenix took a bad fall and was not able to compete in the match. So they put Joey Janela in his case, in his spot. And then also there was going to be a mystery entrant who turned into Brian Cage who actually won the event. Um, so he will get, it's basically like their money in the bank. 
So Brian Cage somewhere down the road against John Moxley. Okay. Brian Cage and Lance Archer. Sure. Brian Cage and uh, Cody could be interesting. You know, it, he he brings in a lot of interesting matchups that really could uh, really could help boost AEW even more and help boost any division you put him in. Now, of course, we had the stadium stampede match where the elite that was Matt and Nick Jackson, Kenny Omega, Matt Hardy, and Hangman Page all took on the inner circle, which Chris Jericho. Jake Hager, Sammy Guevara, Santana, and Ortiz. Um, the Elite get the victory there, as Matt Hardy had a lot to do with the uh, the end pinfall, and Kenny Omega secured said pinfall. So uh, what does this mean going forward? I don't know. It puts a few chips in the armor of the inner circle, but you're going to see these two groups kind of continue to go at each other. I see at some point, I mean, they had this match, which is kind of just an all-over-the-arena match. Down at uh, ja- down in Jacksonville, I see at some point you can see a war game with these guys, and uh, I for one would like to see that. And then actually in the buy-in, which is the pre-show, you had Private Party versus the Best Friends for the number one tag team uh, contendership. Best Friends ends up with a victory there. They're just they're fun. I, I like Private Party. Um, they're they're a good solid tag team. They really put on a good show. But uh, as far as one of the best tag teams on the planet right now, it is the best friends. And for them to get that opportunity was fantastic. Um, That was AEW up until that point. Uh, Ring of Honor has been just slinging out good talent. I mean, good good programming. Uh, A couple weeks back, they had the feature on Flip Gordon. Uh, The matches that were included on that were he took on uh, Matt Seidel, who Evan Bourne, for people who may remember him from WWE, Matt Seidel is one of the best kind of flyweights there ever have been. Uh, that was a great match. Then the I Quit match versus Bully. Uh, and then uh, when he took on Bandito as well, those were just incredible matches. Uh, Flip Gordon has an incredible story. And update on him, he announced just, I believe, yesterday he has signed an extension with Ring of Honor. He's going to be around a lot longer. And I look forward to the things that he's going to be able to get into because I think he'll stick with Skrull for a little while, and I think he'll eventually take on Marty Skrull and get out of that group. He's always been kind of a mercenary anyway. And when he gets out of that group, I think that is when we're going to see uh, him really, really uh, blossom. Uh, they also had the Mark Haskins feature. Uh, not really. I wasn't really a Haskins fan until I, I got into it. I got into watching it and watching his matches and, and listening to him talk about him. Okay. Definitely. He already had my respect. I, I kind of like you a little bit, Mark. Uh, they had his match versus Jay Lethal for the world championship. He uh, came up short on that. But, uh, the fact that he went with Jay Lethal, he, he went toe-to-toe with them. I, I loved it. Um, when uh, he took on Bully Ray, at Final Battle 2019, and when he took on Alex Shelley as well at another Final Battle. Um, just super, super solid work, and uh, I, I think uh, the future could be big for him as well. He had Marty the Villain Skrull, Marty Skrull, uh, his match versus Kazuchika uh, Okada in All In when New Japan and Ring of Honor kind of did a joint venture 
just uh, even though Okada won, just a, a great showcase of what Marty can do. He had his match versus Bandito in Atlanta back from uh, late last year. And uh, it was kind of funny watching him put together an egg chair because he said uh, he, he was trying to find a cool chair for the room he was in, so he ordered one. And uh, we kind of saw him in, in fast motion, sped up motion, put together the egg chair. I think he did a pretty good job, but uh, I'm a big Marty Squirrel fan. Uh, I enjoyed I enjoy watching these guys kind of show that they're human. And uh, Marty Squirrel continues to get better and better and do fantastic work. And um, I, I think he should get a, a, a shot at the world title here soon as well, once, once things kind of pick back up. And then, uh, let's see, this past weekend, uh, Dalton Castle, and it was fun. It showed him at his house uh, mess, uh, pestering his cats and doing some other just kind of Dalton Castle-like things at his uh, at his little apartment there that he has or whatever it is. I, I thought it was really cool. He's another one that, uh, yeah, he got a world title run before. He, he is such a showman and can really make that gimmick pop, and he's so super strong. Former amateur wrestler, you, you can just tell that um, he just is can do anything he wants to do. Uh, the match they showed for him was when he took on Cody at Final Battle in 2017, when he took on uh, Marty's Girl at Supercard of Honor in 2018. Uh, both of those incredible, incredible matches. And uh, like I said, I'm a Dalton Castle fan. Uh, but but I came away learning more and, and seeing more in those matches. Those are matches I didn't see. I, I usually don't get to catch many of their pay-per-views. Uh, it, it, you know, you, you can only watch so much at one time. There's only so many hours in, in a week. But um, beyond that, uh, I did want to say I uh, was saddened by the passing of Joe Pettacino. Um I used to stay up late on Saturday nights when I was a kid, and uh, even when it was Saturday morning, when they would show, gosh, seven, eight, nine hours of wrestling from all over the, the globe, uh, Joe Pettacino, and God, I forgot his wife's name that used to be there, too, but uh, they used to host it all, and it was just so fantastic to see wrestling from all over, some of it local, some of it from other places, and uh, Joe Pettacino, just a, a true gem to the wrestling world and, and to the world in general. And uh, was sad to see his passing. But uh, hopefully it's caught you up on everything kind of going on up to this point. Uh, obviously, when I get off here, I'm going to catch Impact Wrestling. I'm going to uh, try to watch AEW tonight. And maybe, maybe I can catch, um, I can catch AEW as well. Um, if not, I'll watch it tomorrow. But uh, this has been Jeremy the Impact York. Appreciate you guys tuning in. This has been Strong Style. Uh, we'll name this one Catch Up. But uh, we will see you guys next week.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.